0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Billboard Pop Shop Podcast. I'm Keith Caulfield, Senior Director of Charts at Billboard.
1: And I'm Katie Atkinson, Billboard's Executive Digital Director, West Coast. And
0: we have a special guest joining us this week. It's the other Senior Director of Charts, Gary Trust. Welcome, Gary. Yay. Thank you. I
2: flew uh, 3,000 miles
0: uh, just to be here for this. Yep. that That is how special Our special guests are. (laughs) Um, Well, we'll talk about why Gary is here in just a second, because as always, the Billboard Pop Shop Podcast is your one-stop shop for all things pop on Billboard's weekly charts. In addition, you can always count on a lively discussion about the latest pop news, fun chart stats and stories, new music, and guest interviews with music stars and folks from the world of pop, and sometimes from Billboard's own charts department. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Today on the show... We've got chart news on how Harry Styles, as it was, hits a 14th non-consecutive week at number one on the Billboard Hot 100. How many songs have spent 14 weeks atop the chart in history? Could Styles hold on longer at number one? Might he even beat the all-time record for the most weeks at number one set by Little Nas X's Old Town Road in 2019? Well thankfully, we've got Gary here so we can ask him all of those questions! Plus, we've got chart news on how Bad Bunny's Un Verano Ti clocks an 11th week at number one on the Billboard 200, becoming the album with the most weeks atop the list since 2016, and how Nav, Ozzy Osbourne, Kane Brown, and Yeet all debut in the top 10 on the Billboard 200 albums chart.
1: Also on the show, a trailer for the upcoming Whitney Houston biopic, I Want to Dance with Somebody, came out last week. And we're going to talk all about our first impressions and, of course, about Stanley Tucci playing legendary record producer Clive Davis. So stick around for that. But first, before we get started, if you enjoy the podcast, subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast provider so you won't miss an episode. And if you want to explore more podcasts from Billboard, visit Billboard.com podcasts. All right,
0: let's do the chart chat. First up on the Billboard 200 albums chart, Bad Bunny's Verano Sin Ti" holds atop the chart for an 11th non-consecutive week that marks the most total weeks at number one in nearly six years since Drake's views logged 13 non-consecutive weeks at number one in 2016 between May and October of that year. Unverano Sinti earned 97,000 equivalent album units in the U.S. in the week ending September 15th according to Luminate. Also in the top 10 on the Billboard 200, Nav's Demons Protected by Angels debuts at number two. Ozzy Osbourne's Patient number nine starts at number three. Kane Brown's Different Man starts at number five. And Young Boy Never Broke Again's Realer 2 jumps 71 to six after its first full charting week. Also, Yeats Life debuts at number 10. It was a very busy
1: I was going to say, that is like the busiest top 10 I've ever, ever heard you recap on the show. We've had busier top 10s. That's um, crazy though. Back, back,
0: back before we switched to consumption and equivalent album units, like I think there were weeks where we had like seven debuts in the top 10 or oh, eight wow. debuts. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just wild. Um, let me recap. Uh, it's the fifth top 10 for NAV, the ninth top 10 for Ozzy. That makes sense. It's patient number nine. Nine <laughs> top 10s. <laughs> the second top 10 for Yeet and the 11th Top ten for YoungBoy never broke again. Um, so Real or Two uh, actually came out initially to YouTube on September sixth. Then didn't it went know, I didn't wide. did
1: YouTube did album premieres.
0: Well, you well he loaded all the tracks oh to YouTube. <laughs> okay. Um. So the album <laughs> <It's> very DIY. <laughs> all of the album songs went up to YouTube on September sixth. Okay. Then the album went wide to all streamers. In the middle of the day on September 7th, thus its debut a week ago at number 71 um, on the Billboard 200 dated September 17th was prompted by really only two days of activity across all streamers because that was the week in September 8th mm-hmm. plus three days of activity at YouTube. So the jump into the top 10 this week is its first real full chart week. Got um, it. Also, I mean, it was available to purchase, uh, but it has sold a negligible number of copies. So that's why I'm talking about streaming, streaming, streaming for this album because Youngboy is very streaming oriented. Um, last thing I'll say about this is that Reeler 2 is Youngboy's fourth new top 10 in 2022. He's the only act with four new top 10s or even three new top 10s this year. Uh, he previously hit the top 10 in 2022 with The Last Slametto, which hit number two. Better Than You, a collaborative set with DaBaby, which hit number 10, and Colors, which hit number two in February.
1: The Young Boy fans are hungry, There's apparently. a lot. <laughs>
0: there's, there's, a, there's a lot of Young Boy uh, content there for everyone. Yes. Next up, moving over to the Billboard Hot 100 Songs chart, Harry Styles, as it was, adds a 14th week at number one It now ties for the fourth most weeks at number one In the chart's 64 year history
1: Hey Gary, how many uh, how many songs have had at least 14 weeks at number
2: one? Yeah, so uh, only 11
1: 11 now, All time Rare company, elite just, company Just 11 Now, and if Harry holds on for
0: one more week The single will be one of only four songs with 15 weeks or more at number one Is that correct, Gary? That is correct Okay, so just to recap, the all-time record holder for the most weeks at number one is Lil Nas X's Old Town Road featuring Billy Ray Cyrus with 19 weeks. It's followed by Luis Fonsi and Daddy Yankee's Despacito and Mariah Carey and Boyz Timmons' One Sweet Day, both with 16 weeks at number one each. Strangely, no song has just 15 weeks at number
2: one. Right. Well, so, it never stopped at 15.
0: Right. But, right. I mean, like... If, could if, be could it, be maybe, next week. Maybe, right. maybe <laughs> Harry will stop at 15. <laughs> right. So, uh, Gary, we have many questions about this. Why do... We think that as it was, has had such an incredible and lengthy run at number one, because you've written about this before, where its span of weeks at number one has right. seemingly been like three years.
2: Not really, <laughs> but it, but it's lingered yeah.
0: around the top of the chart for a very long time. So why is this song the one that seemed to, to really resonate so, so much in 2022?
2: Yeah, so it's still number one at radio. So as long as it's been out, it's still the biggest hit song on radio mm. right now. So there's that. It's also top 10 still in the streaming. And that's, that's kind of the magic uh, combination on the Hot 100. If you can be a huge radio hit and still be uh, big in streams or be big in streams and have your radio uh, airplay time up to when you're still that big, that's how you get uh, to be big on the chart and to stay on the chart uh, at those uh, high numbers. So, yeah, as much as it might feel like, Wow, we're we're going way back for this song. We were, you know April, May, we were talking about the song still number 1, still the biggest song on radio, still one of the 10 most streamed songs.
0: It's funny like when the song came out, to me it sounded like, oh, this sounds like a hit record. Yeah. Like it it just it did it did. I I never anticipated that it would be suddenly in such rare company. Like and that's no shade, it's just no. I never I never thought
1: Well, and we <laughs> talked about when it came out too that like um Harry historically for his previous two albums had very pretty soft lead singles, and then mm. had songs that did better after. And so, as it was when we were talking about it before it came out, it's like, oh, this might be the kind of eccentric Harry first, you know, lead like single. Sign of the
0: Times, sort of Harry. Uh, Sign of the Brilliant.
1: Times, uh, the light, I think, was the other one, and it's like all of a sudden, it's no, it's the biggest smash. It's it's the watermelon sugar right. of you know this album, and so I think that having that sustained, it's like it came out before Harry's House did, you had Coachella, then it's like the song of the summer because it just never went away, and now it's still, you know, surviving. Is, Gary, is there something,
0: I mean, I, I think you've, you've you've written about this a lot, and how radio seems to be a teensy bit sort of slower in how they sort of churn through hits. I mean, radio has been sort of notoriously slow in many ways, where usually they're late to singles, um, but it feels like radio, it's it's, the climate is so different now. Do you feel like Radio is in a space now where songs that are going to be hits at radio are going to be lingering at radio for, like, a year instead of... Like, I, I have you noticed that, too, yeah. where, like, it's not just Harry Styles. Lots of songs are hanging on longer at radio.
2: Yeah, yeah. We see on the Blinding Lights and Save Your Tears as well, uh, mm-hmm. Heat Waves. Which, levitating. Uh, yeah, levitating. Mm-hmm. Famously. So, yeah, I, I think part of it is uh, over the pandemic, uh, radio needed to just be playing the hits because people weren't commuting. And a lot of radio listening is in people's cars. So I think a lot of radio thinking was let's just be playing the hits. No matter how old they are, they're clearly hits. Why play something untested? Because we need to uh, get people listening if they're in their car only for uh, 15 minutes instead of an hour commuting. So radio has been pretty solid with playing the hits and that's benefited some of these songs. And if you look at the songs that have spent uh, the most time uh, at number one uh, on the Hot 100, uh, Old Town Road, it was 2019. Despacito was 2017. So bigger picture it it may be something uh, we're going to see going forward everything is lasting longer once you have streaming in the mix as well if a song is a big streaming hit and a big radio hit it can just stay on the chart forever so uh we might be seeing more of this we might be having this uh, conversation again about uh, other songs uh, going forward as well
0: is this also saying something like about how maybe there's been a lack I mean has there been a lack of sort of shakeups and excitement at the top of the chart because I mean we just had a, a number 1 for Nicki Minaj with Super Freaky Girl. Right. There Lizzo went to number mm-hmm. 1 so there it's not like there hasn't been other songs that have hit number 1. No,
2: and, and in Condo, we don't talk about Bruno that came and went it was it, that was more like a comet. They How just, long was that number 1? That one? was number 1 for 5 weeks. Okay. So we still see all a kinds mere of five chart weeks. Yeah, yeah just dropping the bucket compared yeah. to Ari. Right. So you still see different kinds of chart runs but you see stuff like heat waves and as it was that are very sustained.
1: I feel like all the ones that you named, including Blinding Lights, Levitating, Heatwaves, all that. Those are the songs I'm gonna hear on my mom radio on right. the way into <laughs> taking right. my kids to school right. on on adult pop um, or AC uh, because they're gonna be played easily alongside, you know, your rhythmic Sweet Dreams, or whatever '80s song they're gonna play too. As it was like immediately fit in with yeah. that crowd too, and that's they keep those songs around for a long time. So. Mm. Yeah, wow. So it's moms. Moms are powering this. Yeah, they, mom. Moms also love Harry Styles. The mom, so. the mom
2: 100. <laughs> exactly. The, the power of moms.
1: Um, Gary, uh, uh,
0: you won't have an answer, <laughs> but I'm going to ask anyways, do you think this song has a chance of, of matching or beating the Old Town Road uh, week's number one record with 19? 19.
2: Yeah, I I think it has a good chance to, but uh, it's hard to tell. Uh, Even next week, because we know uh, anything can be released at any moment. We know Taylor Swift has a new album Mm -hmm. coming out. She has a hit single that uh, you would think that first week for a Taylor single is going to be huge. Based upon
0: her recent track record with regularly hitting number one in the the first week with
2: new singles. But maybe that's just kind of a one-week hit and it goes back a little Mm -hmm. bit. Or it's a song like As It Was where it immediately clicks at radio and gets that longevity. So there could be something like that. We've seen a lot of uh, remixes. Uh, Nicki Minaj this week uh, goes back up 7-3. to after the Queen uh, mix came out of Super Freaky Girl. So you never quite know, uh, even as we're taping this, something might have just been released that we haven't checked our email yet. But (laughs) other than that, uh, beyond beyond that, uh, its airplay is still so strong, that's going to be steady. Uh, Hit, songs, airplay is very steady. So that's not really going anywhere. Even if it uh, uh, diminishes, it'll be slightly, week to week. Streams are still pretty strong at this point. So I think it has a pretty safe bet uh, that it could hit it so I know it's a lot of coulds but yeah.
0: meanwhile Steve Lacey Bad Habit at number two mm. is just patiently waiting oh
1: I would love if it could sneak in for even just a week at number one it's such a cool weird song to be so high on the chart anyway uh that's uh, I'm. I'm the only person in this room allowed to root for that. So here I am. We, uh, Gary
0: and I. Gary and I root for everyone equally.
1: I know you're Switzerland. <laughs> we, we
0: love everyone at number one or number two uh-huh. or in fact any of the numbers on the chart. As charts. long as
1: you're on our chart, we're happy with. We're happy. Yeah, for you. we're proud of
0: you. <laughs> Well, I think we can uh, move on, Okay, let's.
1: Okay. Um, Because uh, in very pop shop news, the first trailer for I Want to Dance with Somebody, which is a biopic examining the career and life of pop superstar Whitney Houston, arrived on Thursday and gave viewers the very first look at British actress Naomi Ackie's impassioned portrayal of the icon. And along with Ackie, as I mentioned at the top of the show, I Want to Dance with Somebody also stars Stanley Tucci as legendary record producer... Clive Davis, who famously discovered Houston uh, while she was performing at a New York City nightclub and signed her to his label, Arista Records. So the first thing I'd like to talk about is, in the scene <laughs> that the trailer shows, uh, the moment of discovery, of Clive Davis's discovery, Aki is performing the opening lines of the late vocalist's 1985 hit, How Will I Know, on stage. Mm-hmm. Keith, <laughs> do you know whether... She was like actually performing this is How Will I Know? I just feel like it felt wrong. When
0: I watched <laughs> it, I was just like, this is this has this is incorrect. Like historically inaccurate. <laughs> like as as I understand it, Clive went to see Whitney perform uh, most likely in nineteen eighty three. Okay. How Will I Know was written, I believe, in nineteen eighty four. Okay. And it was the third single from Whitney's album in nineteen eighty five. Right. So <laughs> This I'm, isn't checking out. <laughs> what I'm thinking is either the trailer is showing – is somehow pasted together segments of the audio of the song How Will I Know to sync up with moments where the mm. actress playing Whitney moved her lips to make it look like she was singing so How Will I Know. So you think
1: in that scene in the movie that she won't actually be performing no, How I, Will I Know? My, either.
0: what I'm hoping – What I'm hoping is that (laughs) they actually keep it truthful Mm -hmm. and that she was just singing some, whatever song she was singing that night. But His the, eye is on the sparrow. Was that it? I don't
1: know. I'm just I'm making prob- up a gospel song. probably a gospel song.
0: <laughs> um, and then maybe just for the trailer's purposes, they wanted to use a very familiar song that people would know.
1: Well, and also there's a famous uh, recording of just the vocal of How Will I acapella. Know? Yeah, yeah. It, which is just shows how insane Whitney's instrument is. So I'm sure they just wanted that to be the moment that popped in. Or the they trailer. could also be
0: playing very fast and loose.
1: Yeah, I mean biopics often, you know. Change things to make you know you're talking about a two-hour movie, you know, encapsulating the life of Whitney Houston. It's not gonna, it's not gonna happen. You're gonna have to tighten some things up. You don't think How Will I Know is performed in that nightclub? Is what you're saying? No,
0: no, <laughs> no. Considering that the song was apparently like. If we believe, Wiki was <laughs> apparently written with Janet Jackson in mind.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay, what do we think of Stanley Tucci as Clive Davis? They, I mean, we're talking. There's some prosthetics involved. Some famous jowls for I cannot. I cannot to wait to Tucci. hear
0: Stanley Tucci talk as if he was Clive. It's oh, like, I mean,
1: there's already. What, he talks in the trailer. Oh, he does. What yeah. Did, what did he say? At the very end, he's like. I just heard the l- oh. the voice of a lifetime or something I, like that. Cl- Clive famously was just like, when
0: I discovered Whitney Houston back in 1982,
1: <laughs> it was right after
2: I had found Bruce Springsteen and Joni Mitchell did and they, Carlos did Santana. Did they
1: even audition Keith for this part, Gary? I mean, like, listen to this <laughs> I, I, I should impression. Have brought
2: my Stanley Tucci impression. <laughs> yeah. Didn't know that was going to be required. Gird your loins. <laughs> Whitney Houston is in the room.
1: All right, so uh, I'll share, uh, when I saw the trailer, Naomi Aki as Whitney. Listen, we're going to need to see the whole movie to know how she actually does, but I was a little put off by th- she doesn't look like Whitney. She doesn't look like Whitney. She's got Vinnie. big I- big eyes, big, she, beautiful eyes, completely different from she, Whitney Houston.
0: Very beautiful woman. Yes. She kind of actually reminded me a little bit of, like, Brandy or something. Correct. Um, yes. Which, you know, Brandy and Whitney did work together. That's
1: true. So. <laughs> <laughs> but they are not the same person, not we same can confirm person. on this
0: podcast. Um, you know whereas when you saw a movie like Bohemian Rhapsody oh you're blown away by the the the, the uncanny similarities yeah. uh, between you know the the teeth prosthetics and the the facial you know the hair and
1: and then uh, in the same like oh, a year later Rocket man he didn't look like Elton John no and that was a great movie yeah so yeah you, so you have to set some like
0: it doesn't have to be an uncanny similarity right. visually right. to the artist. And also, Whitney is like a, basically a supermodel. It's kind yes. of hard to pull that
1: off. They're clearly using Whitney's vocals for this, too. Oh, like, it's yeah. not going to be, yeah. Because they did kind of a combo in Bohemian Rhapsody of a, a little bit was in there of um, my man, what's his name? Robbie Malik. Thank you. Yeah, Robbie Malek's voice. They did like a blend of like Freddie and, and. Same thing with
0: um, Taryn uh, Edgerton. Oh, they he, did? He, he sang. Through, in, in oh, that's Man. right. Yeah. yeah. He's
1: saying so. Yeah. So yeah. Naomi's not singing. Listen, Naomi, I'm sure she might have a lovely voice, but maybe no she, one's maybe, voice is Maybe Whitney she Houston. does
0: sing in the movie and we're, and they just put in Whitney's vocals in the trailer.
1: So we mentioned Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, I Want to Dance with Somebody Who's Written by the same writer, uh, Anthony McCardin. Um There's been like some pretty impressive high profile musical mus- musician biopics lately, including Elvis right. this summer. Do we think that this is going to, you know, is it going to be both... A successful representation of Whitney, and also like a hit at the box office. Like some of these, all three of the examples we said were all hits and well received. I think. I I think
0: when you look at Bohemian Rhapsody, Elvis, and Rocket Man, there was sort of um, narrative, sort of like challenges in the story that uh, intrigued viewers. Mm -hmm. So you know, Elvis had, you know, it's like what I guess what I'm saying is like, if this Whitney Houston film is going to address sort of, like, the challenges in her life that maybe we didn't know about... Which that, the
1: trailer did not hint at no, at all. It just looked like a very sort of high-gloss, like, montage of music video moments. Oh, I didn't mention Clive is a producer on this movie, too. So, like, it could be, you know, it could shave off some edges from Whitney's life story. Right. I mean, though, in the trailer, you do see a glimpse of her walking down the aisle,
0: presumably with Bobby Brown. Oh,
1: who's playing Bobby Brown? Is he in the trailer? I didn't notice. And you see
0: moments <laughs> of her... There's distinctly a moment where she's in the video for "It's Not Right, But It's Okay." So it gets up It gets up at least to 1999. Mm-hmm. So where does the movie end? It discovers her in '83, and then it ends with "My Love Is Your Love" or
1: something. It's you don't think it's going to
0: end with her passing? No, really? No, Bohemian Rhapsody didn't. Bohemian Rhapsody ended with oh, Live Aid. Oh, that's right. Like six years before Freddie died, and then, Freddie like, Freddie like, hey, and then died. nothing
1: else happened, guys. <laughs>
0: Nothing to see here. It's, it, it's like you know oh, she she no. celebrated her comeback in
1: 1999, and that's the end of the movie. Yeah, <laughs> wasn't that great? Oh goodness. Okay. Um, the movie's slated to arrive in theaters December 21st, which actually is its own hint that they think it's pretty good because that's Oscar timing.
0: I'm I'm curious to 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 hear if there's any new music that has been mm. written specifically for the film that might be Oscar bait for best mm. original song performed by whom. <laughs> I don't know Jennifer <laughs> Hudson, uh, <laughs> right. some other, uh, some uh, uh, maybe perhaps one of Whitney's uh, people that someone that looked up to Whitney as an inspiration that came later in life. Because
1: unfortunately, like unlike her hit with Kygo, Higher Love, where they like resurfaced these vocals of her doing the Steve Winwood song, that wouldn't count toward a Best Original Song no, Oscar to, because, because it has to be would written be,
0: specifically for this film.
1: It would inherently be already recorded.
0: Right. Yes. So this would have to be a wholly new recording written specifically for the film. Yeah. So I mean it could be So anyone. it would have to be like somebody
1: else performing it, which yes. you know. I just want to hear more Whitney. You know?
0: I mean I'm sure I'm look, there I'm sure there's a way where someone else will re- maybe record Stanley it. Tucci will record sure. as Clive. I mean And then and maybe and maybe you can maybe uh maybe there are some like leftover vocals from Whitney that she could be sort of pasted in as like Background vocals. Kind of like
1: movie dialogue is put into sure. uh yeah.
0: anything as possible. Backgrounds
1: by Whitney. All right. Okay. All right. Move moving on. We could we will talk about this movie more. Just yep. FYI. Like Keith and I will be talking about it a lot, so we'll be sharing that with you. Well, now it's time
0: for the chart stat of the week. Let's stay with Whitney Houston. Let's. And let's make this a quiz, Katie.
1: Wait, is it a quiz, Katie, and Gary? No,
0: because he'll <laughs> know the answer.
1: <laughs> Can I call on Gary as a lifeline once in a while <laughs> sure. if needed? Okay. Um well, this is simple. Katie. <laughs> Which of the
0: following singles did not hit number one on the Billboard oh. Hot 100 for oh, Whitney going to know this, yeah. So we have Saving All My Love for You, So Emotional, I'm
1: Every Woman, and Exhale, Shoop, Shoop. Okay, so I have a guess that is based on knowledge. <laughs> my guess is I'm Every Woman just because I'm assuming that I Will Always Love You might have blocked it because it's also from the Bodyguard soundtrack. That's my logic. Am Gary, I <laughs> Gary, what what
2: is the correct answer? <laughs> I, I'm upset. I, I'm not needed here at all. Wait, Katie, is that right? Katie nailed that. Yes.
0: That is correct. I'm, I'm so happy. I'm every woman. Reached number four in 1993. It was the second single from the Bodyguard soundtrack, following "I Will Always Love You," which spent 14 weeks at number one. Oh, just like Harry Styles. 14 as it weeks. Was. You don't. You don't say. Oh, um, look at that. In total, Whitney has had 11 number ones on the Hot 100, and her final number one uh, was Exhale in
1: 1995. Was I, I'm, or um, let me try this again. Was I Will Always Love You a consecutive 14 weeks at number one? I think so, know? yes. Yep. Yep. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Well,
1: it's a hit. All right. Well,
0: there you have it a little uh, quiz, Katie, about uh, Whitney Houston and her number ones on the Hot 100 chart. Love All right. It. We've reached the end of our big shoe. Uh, thank you, <laughs> Gary.
1: Yay, Gary. For
2: being here. Gonna go work on my uh, Clive Davis and Stanley Tucci impressions uh, for next time. He'll yes. be back
1: next week with his new Clive Davis impression. Um, any party words, Katie? Uh, nope.
0: Okay. <laughs> what songs should we go out on?
1: What should we go out on? We talked about a lot. Should we? Oh, how about one of the other number ones that's been 14 weeks or more that we haven't heard? Well, what maybe, do you think, Gary? Yeah, Gary, why don't you pick? Oh, I get to
0: pick. Yes. Yeah. Has to be one of those other ones that have had 14.
1: Because we always struggle one. to choose, so why not force you to choose well, today?
2: If we, if we. Pretty sure I know Keith always likes Madonna. I'm a big Mariah fan. We're going to go with We Belong Together. I
1: was wow. going to say, Madonna's <laughs> never had something for 14 weeks at number one, so
0: I guess we're going with Mariah. I love We Belong Together. Um, we Belong Together it is, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye.